This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaring.com. Today is April 13th, 2020, excuse me. And full crew with me got Lenny Self. What's up, Lenny? What's up, baby? Double R. What up? Calhoun. Well, how are you, sir? How are my brothers doing over there? All of you. All of them. <laughs> all right, we got a full crew, and basically, it's only one thing we can talk about right now. We all know, first and foremost, we are talking COVID nineteen and its effect on sports right now. But for everybody, we hope you're staying safe, following whatever guidelines and rules your jurisdiction have in place. Blase this, blase that, right? You know, we want people to stay healthy. We want to slow this so we can get back to normal, which is where we're going with this podcast. So. Before we get to COVID-19 and stuff, Lenny Self and um, me, we dropped a podcast about the Falcons uniform. And just real quickly, Double R and Calhoun, what's y'all thoughts on the Falcons' new uniforms? Uh, for me, they okay. It didn't wow me. I ain't really, I ain't really like it. Did you think it was time for the Falcons to do a new uniform? Uh, you could have went. You if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Me, but Calhoun, I, I think they straight ass juice. It was terrible. I, I hate them. It is a running joke on social media. They look like them old Fubu jerseys, which they do. Panthers already trolled the fuck out of it. It's shit like some arena league slash buckhead uh, kid uniforms is what they look like to me. So, so it's like a semi pro team that was at the goddamn freeway. Asking for money for their semi-protein uniform. Shit, garbage. Why don't you like it? Well, I'm like this color scheme. I don't like the way it looks. You think about NFL, you think about a polished, traditional kind of uniform. You think about you think about top-shelf kind of uniform. Not none of this futuristic bullshit. I'm going to tell you what that. It look like when crackers try to be cool, cool using nigga shit. ATL in the front. Get that shit out of here, man. Put that line on there like it been doing to put Falcon on there. I'm trying to stand still, no bullshit. But I think that me and Lenny Self talked about this, and we're not going to rehash that podcast. Go listen to that one, 294. But I think it's cool that they put ATL on. I think the Hawks do the same thing on their jerseys. When you are a young, hip city, which is what Atlanta has become, you do young, hip things. I think that this represents what the culture was and what's and made Atlanta what it is. Well, I think ATL is one of those things. Now, I think that, and I use this example, I think like, how New Orleans, how everybody know the little Saint logo or whatever, even outside of football and sports. I think that's what ATL has turned Atlanta into. I think everybody know Atlanta is ATL. I think regardless of race, whatever. If you're in this country, if you think Atlanta, the first thing you think of is ATL in the airport. Yeah. So one, it's old white motherfuckers trying to be hip and cool. Know what it look like to me. And they, this ain't goddamn Pastor Troy ATL or and this is city back in 98, 99. Linus, what were you going to say, Pastor Troy in Atlanta, right? Right, yeah, I was, that's, that's all. I was just going to chime in and just say, uh, uh, I don't think the Falcons doing this with anything, Pastor Troy. Now, like, I just think it just represents the coach strong, man, just represent what Atlanta is. And Calhoun, to tie into your point and Linus' point, I think that, that ATL with Pastor Troy, Sammy Sam, Outcast were talking about has led to Atlanta being known as ATL, which has got us to this point. So I do think it's Regardless if you think it's somebody white trying to be cool, I think that that foundation was laid for 90, from 90s black culture, Atlanta culture. I still don't like it. And I don't like the jerseys. All right. That's fine. But 
you know, we're going on to more important topics right now. We all talked about COVID-19 and, you know, it's effect on sports, probably past, present and future. So I ask you guys this. When you first when did you first realize COVID-19 was going to be real in the sports world? Like when it was really going to be real for the sports world? Calhoun, I'll go with you. When ESPN started showing NBA players playing a horse and started showing NBA players playing 2K, I know we in trouble. ESPN struggling like a motherfucker. That's when I, I didn't take this shit serious. And I, to be honest with you, I still don't take it as serious. I, I, don't, I don't take this shit really that serious. But it, it has really presented a dent in the sports world. It's killing sports. It's amazing what it's doing. Double R. Shit, but when I took it serious was when they first started, when the NBA shit down. I'm like, wait, everything going on, I ain't never seen no sport league just shit down. So when the NBA shit down, then baseball, then everybody else started shit down. I'm like, boy, this shit, it's really around here. Lennox, what about you? Shit, same thing, man. Thinking about, uh, like I said, the NCAA tournament and, uh, that's a good one. Pro basketball, the NBA, you know what I'm saying? How they started. NBA really uh, set the tone for Americans, period, you know what I'm saying? Because the leaders were so late on everything. Shit, the NBA had to step in and just say, hey, man, we're going to go ahead. You know what I'm saying? We're going to go ahead and just stop everything for a while. So, you know, shit, we, we everybody got a late jump on it, man. So I say NCAA tournament and uh, NBA, like for sure. So for me, I think you just said two good ones, Linus. I'm gonna piggyback off you. I think that for me, it was when Rudy Gobert first called it because I think that what everybody was thinking was, oh, it's just like the cold, it's the flu. Young people don't get it, or in shape people don't get it. You know what I'm saying? And more so, it's just if you're old, you get it. You it's a problem. And so I think that what happened was was that kudos to the NBA for being you know retro, you know forward thinking on this is that they did. You know, Rudy Gobert got it. He was so immature that he was touching mics and doing this and doing this or whatever. And what happens is, is you never think about it, but you got to think about who's breaking down the mics, who's carrying the mics, who's setting up the stuff. Everybody's not young and in shape doing this type of stuff. And I think that the NBA had the wherewithal to think about that. And once they got and played games with somebody who was infected, now they're around, you know, food service. They're around janitors there around all the people if you ever notice the nba game they dap up a lot of like the security people walking into the stadium or leaving the stadium you know what i'm saying so like ever you know that's just one person who touch one person who touch one person now that person go home and who knows right that's how public health works that's why a lot of this stuff is basically like hey we got to stay away we got to do these measures and you made a good point. The NCAA, what they were saying was the NCAA, the NCAA tournament makes what three billion dollars or something. They were saying that like the checks they cut every school go down from like go down by like fifty million dollars just because it wasn't an NCAA tournament this year. So like it's real money being lost, right? And another thing that kind of shocked me was that you know the NBA was talking about not cutting players' checks. You know what I'm saying? So like. The unfortunate time to just put the NBA and Major League Baseball kind of square in the middle of what do you do or whatever. And, you know, do you guys think that the NBA will go back to a seat? Do you think they should play games in the empty, empty arena, first and foremost? Double R, I'll go with you. Uh, I, don't think so. I don't think it's safe right there. I don't think no one really knows what's going on. I don't think you have no way of stopping it. I just think right now for the players – I think they'll be right. They be in danger. They go back out. Calhoun. It's hard to say. <clears throat> NBA. I think. I think you have to finish off. I think you have to finish the season. Uh, again, that's uh, that's why I think about the the disease itself. I don't put a lot of onus on it. Personally, that may be reckless, but I think once we get back to business, I think we need to go ahead and crank up the playoffs and go ahead and finish the NBA season. But that's the point. Do you think the NBA will get back to business? And if so, how? I think it's all in June. I think it's going to be delayed. I think it's going to, instead of going back and finishing out those last, what was it, 15, 20 games of the season, just go right into the playoffs with already who was already seated. But how do you, Linus, how do you do that when, like, to double R's point, you still putting people in harm's way? 
and not the play, not just the players, but just everyday people. Well, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I think you have to change how you play that too. I don't think you play that in an arena full of people. Yeah, but even if you play it in the arena, somebody has to come cut on the light. Somebody has to be around while they play. Like it's not like they're just gonna play and nobody's gonna be there. Not even fans. You have to have like the light crew, whatever, 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 right? You got people who mop up the floors. They're not gonna mop up their own floors during the game. Like you, you run the risk of people, right? Locker room attendants, janitors, people got to clean up their dirty laundry, facilities, stuff like that. So like you are, it may not be putting twenty thousand people in danger, but you do put more than just people on the court in danger. I, I think they. I like. I like. You know what I'm saying. The NBA trying thing. I think they should do it with no fans. Just. You know what I'm saying. Just straight no fans. Just just teams, uh, staff or whatever who there. You know what I'm saying. Can I say uh, the NBA? They've been some people. They've been quarantined, man. They've been quarantined. Everybody who so called who, who took the test and stuff like that, as far as the players or even the workers. You know what I'm saying. They already don't been checked out. You know what I'm saying? So shit, I I go ahead and run it without the fans, man. You know what I'm saying? Just to go on the south, people still gonna look at it on TV, regardless of the fans or not. Just need to figure something on, on how to how to embrace people. You know, it's not embracing, but how to get that money back to them, man. But I think you'll still make some money made out the television. Probably. Need to work something out with that. I, I'm I, gonna go off. Uh, I'm going to go out no fans right now. So I just don't see how you do no fans because this is something the Major League Baseball was talking about. Like every Major League player going to Arizona, Phoenix, and living in Phoenix, playing their season at least until this gets solved in Phoenix. Like because it's like 10 different facilities in Phoenix. Hey, you live here. All you do is go from your hotel to the field and play. And I think that we underestimate how many people we come in contact with on something trivial like that. And I think that, you know, sports in general, I think we underestimate how many people they would come in contact with. Because once you come into contact with one person, then the tree goes, right? So one person turns into two, turns into five, turns into eight, turns into ten. And that's how this happens, right? So, like, even if it's six degrees of separation, even if you get tested and you're negative, I'm negative, I go interact with somebody who hasn't been tested. Maybe they're negative, maybe they're not. Or they go interact with somebody. So, like, how how do you limit that? Because it's not the first level. I think we all can agree that, like, the players will be fine, right? Like, the, the NBA can test the players, the people who come, the people in the building. But how do you test that second, third, fourth level of player, person? And I think that that's kind of the thing you have to recognize. Because if a player, if somebody not going out, if somebody gives it to the person who works in the NBA, they come in, you testing people every day, every day, every day. Then you know maybe you can do it then, but are tests that available? That's something I would think about too. And are you taking tests from people who really need it? See, that's the thing. A lot of people don't know they have it. They don't show them symptoms until it might be too late. So you don't, you don't know you have. You don't pass it around. So I just don't think it's safe. Now I don't think they want to take that risk. I think they want to take their risk. I think they can't take that risk. So I, I agree with you. I don't think it's safe. I agree with Linus and Calhoun in the standpoint. They want to go back to playing sports. But I think that they I think that they don't know the full impact. Because we live in a world where, hey, I'll sue. If, so if I play, if I'm a janitor, not even a janitor, if I'm an event staff, and I'm, I still got to make sure the arena's safe, hey, I get COVID-19, I'm going to from the NBA working my job, I'm going to come back and sue them for everything they got. Because they put public health in the... They put my health in jeopardy. So I think they're more worried about stuff like that than they are the actual health of their players. Something like that. Huh? Don't take that for a player to catch it and sue their ass. Exactly. So I think that that's... I think that they more worried about that stuff than anything else. But I do think they want to get back... Come on, this is how these people make money, right? Like, not even players. Owners, commissioners... A lot of people make money in sports outside of the players. So I think ESPN, like Calhoun said, so these people want to go back to making some type of money. But you know, to your point, I don't know how you get them. I really don't. But I guess this leads to my next question. Like Calhoun, you said in bed, you feel like the NBA is going to get back at some point, right? 
It's hard the NBA will, but I'm going to tell you who's going <clears> to <throat> put in all this bullshit if it persists. That's the NFL. And the NFL right now is still moving like this shit ain't going on. Even with the draft, they're going to they're gonna tinker it to how they're going to draft it online. The NFL ain't going to bullshit with it. They're going to get this money. My college may not. I'm willing to take all best about the NFL season going to go on. So I bet you that the NFL season start. They So we got to bet. You bet that they that I say it's not gonna start on time. No way in hell it starts on time. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna start on time. But I don't think it's they just. I said I bet they play at least twelve games. Again, I disagree with that. I don't think they're gonna. I don't see how they're gonna play twelve games unless they move the season back into March. I don't see how they're gonna play twelve games. I think what's gonna happen. I think. What you said, Double R? I said I think they're gonna still the season. They're gonna play it, but it might be late. That's why I'm gonna say I'm gonna say either games going to March, but I, I can't see them just following the normal schedule and getting the twelve games. They gonna get their twelve. The only way I see that happening is if they extend the season into March. It's one thing to end them last few basketball games. Nothing. Not, now that March Madness was huge, but the NFL is. If all these other goddamn, if all these other motherfucking sports is the Son and the Holy Ghost, the NFL is the Father. And it's gonna keep going, baby. I don't see. I, I think that I I'm more willing to take the bet the NFL doesn't go more than anybody else because they take the most people. It takes the most to produce an NFL game. Like basketball, you can kind of curtail that, right? It's ten people, you know, twelve people on each side, and a coach, right? Like you can make it. You can make sequestering thirty five people. It's easy to monitor that, right? Even if they did something like, hey. Five people on the court at a time. Everybody else sit in the in their respective locker rooms, and you run from the locker room when you got to get changed, when you got to get subbed in, right? So the NFL, I mean the NBA, excuse me, they got to work around this, right? Hey, the coaching staff plus five people. There should be ten people on each side, right? So they can follow quarantine rules. All the reserves sit in the locker room, and when the coach wants you, they'll send somebody to come get you from the locker room. Like the the NBA can get creative around this. Baseball can get creative around this. Hey. Nine people on the field sit in the dugout. I mean, you can sit in the bullpen for the other people, and the rest can go sit in the locker room. NFL can't do that. It's forty-four. It's thirty people on the field at one time. So just from sheer volume, as much as you say that, one because of what this is and how it's going, and with them people saying that, essentially. This is why I don't take this so much serious. I know people have died from but I don't take it as serious because of the remedies that they got for it. As soon as it get hot, it's supposed to be over with. People who have it, they just tell them to go lay down. Nah, but you got to think that hasn't happened in India and other warm places in the world. People are getting this in warm places. So, like, that sounds good. I I, I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying that's what's going to be their background. America ass backwards with the shit. That's just what they're saying was going to happen. So that's just something for them to blame it on when they have it or when they push this massive, um, you know, shot that they're trying to give up, whatever it is. So that's why I don't I don't put too much stock in it anyway. Now, I, I think it's amazing that we have other ways and they've instilled other things on how we're watching sports, how we're going about sports. And I do think it has changed from here on out and how we're going to do things to some degree. I think we're going to get back to business as soon as possible. And I think the back to business is going to be a special with the NFL. Landis, what do you think about the NFL? I mean, I mean like I said, you could just see it already changing and evolving, like the way they're getting ready to do the draft. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, shout out to that, man. It's going to be time to get back to business. I don't see them guys being able to get together and work out every time soon. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so like, I think they're gonna they're gonna have to push it back, man. Uh, they're gonna end up starting late anyway. Cause like I said, it ain't even right right now. It ain't even at the curve point they were saying about about the about the virus or whatever. So I don't know how how we gonna just go from getting out the curve of the virus, you know, what I'm saying, to going right into pumping sports right back open. I don't know how they gonna do that. So and then the nature of football is. So, from now on, for at least the rest of the year, we're going to be in this social distance in place, right? That's just ingrained in us. Now, hey, stay six feet. I don't believe that. 
That's just gonna be what the public is. We're gonna it's gonna be it may not be mandatory by the law, but it's gonna be social distancing. That's just ingrained in our culture now. I don't think so. I think once shit open up, it's gonna be a free for all. One thing humans are resilient. Another thing they are pretty much uh self-evolved, self-centered, sort of narcissistic. Soon when everything open up, everybody's gonna be right back in the floor thing, right back in the swing of it. And that's the like, if they open everything up this Friday. Motherfuckers gonna be back at shit this Friday. People ain't staying home now. I completely agree with that point, but I think it was gonna happen. No, is no, I, I disagree with what you're saying. People ain't staying home now. They're having to go to people part house parties to break that shit up. People right. still people still going to restaurant. No, they had to break the belt line. Is still rocking and roll. Wherever they have open, people are going to. So no, no this isn't gonna be a thing. Yeah, it ain't gonna be a thing. We. We've been inside and now this is the way. No, it ain't. <laughs> so when that shit open up, that shit gonna be like gangbusters. Niggas gonna be come one, come off. And I think that that's, I agree with you on that. But what's gonna happen is it's gonna be as a wave two of a virus and then it's gonna be, hey, we're shutting this shit down for real. That's what happened in China. People, you, to your point, human beings are human beings. Chinese went through this already. They decl- they opened it back up. People started coming back out and what happened? The shit got a second wave and a more deadly wave. So I agree with your points, but what's going to happen is what's going to happen. Until there is a vaccine, a cure, a treatment, then this you can't do any of that stuff. You just you just creating another public health issue. You think they care about that? No, no, no. But they have. I mean, I think people above don't care. When they open it up, but if it come around again, they just ain't gonna tell us. So let me tell you like this. Let me say it like this. So they're going to have a vaccine, and that's what they're going to hide under. The only thing they're doing now is for pharmaceutical companies to get their money and get rich. The economy is down. Watch how the pharmaceutical companies start doing record-breaking profits, which is why Trump has his money in a pharmaceutical company. We all know what's coming here. A lot of this shit is smoke screen any goddamn way. But that's... Mars itself is some bullshit. It ain't... It ain't... It been 10,000 people to die from it, so I don't think that's bullshit. The numbers are bullshit. How many people died from it again? Ten thousand, at least in the in the United States. How many? Ten thousand in the United States. Do you know how? Look, that's not even a drop in the bucket. That's a lot of people dying from something that wasn't even around six months ago. Again, again, there's four almost four hundred million people in this country. Ten thousand dying ain't a drop in the. It's more than ten thousand died in three months, Calhoun. I thought a man say we, we was up to about a hundred something, hundred forty something thousand people. No, nah, them cases. That's that may be in the world. One hundred forty thousand people in the world. Calhoun's ten thousand people have died in three months. Nigga, ten thousand people died a weekend in Chicago. No, it don't. Calhoun, it'd be ten people die in Chicago in a weekend. It'd be like sixty. Be no, like it, 60. no, it don't. Y'all exaggerating that. The point is, <laughs> it's like sixty people die in Chicago. But they all niggas. Calhoun, the point is this. The point is this. You whole nigga died in the AIDS on the west side in these three months in that goddamn bullshit. No, on, they man. didn't. Don't bring ten thousand. That's a that's a one percent of one percent of one percent of one percent. Calhoun, new age man. It's not even Calhoun is talking numbers. The difference is what he's not thinking about is his people keep dying every day. There's no stopping it. I people think the number higher than that. Well, it's a lot of people dying in New York. If they turn Central Park into this shit, they probably are minimalizing the numbers. We can go in this country, follow the money. The money stops, something's really wrong. The money has stopped, so something's really wrong. Going back to what you going back to the conversation with sports, you think any of these people want to quit making money? They maximizing. They setting us up for the okie doke. You don't just come in with Deontay Wilder with the right hand cock trying to throw You talking it. people like that. You think them owners or the NBA teams want this? You think no, uh, they don't. Exactly. You think owners of any sports team want this? These are billionaires. You think they want this? No. But you know what they get? You know they got money and they're gonna be a bailout for the motherfuckers. The rich is always fine. The rich is always fine because they rich, but do you think owners want this? If you own a sports team, do you want this? No, you want to make your money. They're going to get their cash up and money back. That's what you got to realize. They're going to get it back. They're not worried because you're going to get it back. 
they're not worried because they rich and they control when you when you own your own league, you can control the shit right there. Just fuck the player. They just get the money from the players. It's nothing else. They'll get the money back. They're not worried about that. But do you think they want to stop making their money now? No. Exactly. So if it's something, if it's, if we're talking a free market economy where people can't make money right now, it's a real problem somewhere. And I think that that's, I think that your attitude is the attitude that a lot of people have until something happens that, like New York, I think that that's how New York gets how it gets to. Because the country basically thinks like you, oh, it's not that serious, oh, this is that. Now we're in the point where, oh, shit, it is serious. You sound just like Brian Kemp. Well, uh, I didn't know any symptomatic people could carry. Oh, now it's serious. Oh, now this. Oh, now this. Now Ben got, what, 4,000 cases and 300 people done died down there. And now it's like, oh, shit, it is real. You know what I'm saying? So, shit ain't that. D, D right here, I, like I said the other day, it's, it, we're both on two extremes. We're not in the middle. Because most motherfuckers, either you are, oh my God, this is the boogeyman. We're all going to die. Stay in the house. Or you're like, this shit ain't nothing that can't be cured by Robitussin. Fuck it. I'm going out. And that's what's going on. It's two different extremes. There is no middle. And that's the problem. You can't have a middle. You can't have. So this is what public health is, right? So you got to think about everybody. You're not thinking about one motherfucker. So like, just if you don't care, fine. It's you don't care. You spread to somebody who you spread to somebody who don't know, it, and then wind up getting to somebody who's gonna die. And what that ultimately does is hey. hospital bed. Hey, only the strong survive. Hey, you can say that to somebody needs somebody needs a hospital bed for a car wreck, and ain't no more beds because motherfucker COVID nineteen got it because they was outside partying. They turning them motherfuckers around. You can't even go in the hospital. You you get that shit. They gonna tell you go home. You can't even come in. So COVID- uh, and that's why a lot of people are dying because they can't get treatment because there's no room. There's no treatment. The treatment is going to take a nap. No, it ain't. It's people on. That's why they have ventilators and stuff. It's treatment. Not If it wasn't no treatment, they would just say, oh, you're going to die. Go back. Even when people die, they put you in hospice. Oh, just go lay down and drink some hot tea. They tell the motherfucker make a hot tie. They tell because motherfuckers are going. Hey, I got a, I got a, motherfuckers are going because I got a fever of one hundred and one. Wait till you really have real symptoms. Like they're taking up hospital beds that are needed by other people, not even COVID nineteen people. A motherfucker gets right. shot is no bed because everybody in there talking about they got COVID nineteen. Right. Why the hell would I go out? Why would I go out and party at a party with twenty or thirty more people than I? Now I'm sick. Now I want to go to the hospital. Now, man, stay your ass at home. But that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. People get sick, want to go to the hospital. Now they holding up a hospital bed for a mother who really need it from something, anything. And that's public health. And that's why you can't got to curtail this shit. If you're serious about it, why you don't lock it down? You got stores still open at 10 o'clock. But it's a curfew at nine, and that's the whole thing. They don't want to because this is a capitalistic free market economy. They were, ain't it serious out here? Huh? If it's real serious and danger, we got to lock it down. They trying their best not to. Ultimately, they should. What should ultimately happen? Probably they should lock it down for two weeks. Over there, over there in the other country, uh, over there in Italy, they locked the whole city down. That's because people are dying. Hold on, let's ask. Hold on, let's ask. That's Mr. Responsible here, okay? You have all these different points. This is a daring. So I assume you're spearheading the whole podcast and you're locking it down. So you are just going to the grocery store and back home, correct? By and large. But it's by and large. Oh, so you haven't been in no restaurant since this is going on. I picked up to go when I didn't feel like cooking you. I'm not so let me back up. I'm not saying I'm Mr. Responsible in that regard. I'm saying what public health is. Oh, 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 so you're the same motherfucker that's going about life as is. Oh, no, I'm not going about life as is. Being the drugs, everybody needs to stay their ass home. Your ass out here gallivanting in these streets. Oh, no, I'm not going about life as is. I'm My life has had major changes. I'm just saying. Because you got to pick up instead of sit down, but you're still going to pick up. Are you not? That's not the major change. There's other changes in life that, that, that it doesn't evolve. I wasn't the person who went out a lot anyway. But it's people who do go out a lot. It's people who do socialize. It's people who lend itself double R. Y'all got kids who play sports. That may be done for the year. Hold on. So the fact that 
you wasn't going out anyway. This should have been easy for you. So now you just go to the grocery store once every two weeks and stay your ass in the house because of COVID-19. I go once every week, probably. Once every week. But And you start going to restaurants picking up shit because you don't want to be out for no I reason. Pick right? some, I pick up some every one, probably once a week. Maybe twice. Once a week? Maybe oh, once. Okay. When you don't so, feel like cooking. So, oh, okay. So, but you go multiple times. In the week at the house for some frivolous as picking up some 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 fucking fast food or whatever you picking up. Well, groceries aren't frivolous. If you want to say I go a couple times out the week to get some to go food, yeah. I didn't say groceries. I'm talking about going and picking up from restaurants. Oh yeah, if you want to say that, then yeah, I can I can live with it. Well, well, well. Look at the goddamn pot talking about the kettle again. We're talking about public health. Is it my job to worry about public health? No, it's somebody else's job. Oh, so but, now you're passing the ball. But this is how public health works. Because of people like me who are still going out from time to time, not, this is why you can't have any, this is why we can't get a handle on this. Oh, so we all are corporates in this shit, which goes back to what I'm saying. They're going to open shit up because niggas ain't going to act right anyway. Because like Rashad and everybody else saying, everything is still fucking open. Who would have known a Burger King worker was an essential worker until this shit? Nobody. Again, everything is open but sports, which is the topic of this podcast, which is why sports is different because it has a large gathering of people, right? So you can't go back to sports as normal because it can't be a gathering of people. Football being the worst because, one, they break so many rules. One, it's a large gathering. Two, they don't stay six feet away from each other. Baseball, you could pull off that six feet away type shit. You can't pull that off in football. So now my last question is this. I'm agreeing with everybody else. I think they're going to start doing shit with no one in the stands and then testing everybody before they go into the arena. I think that's how you do that. I think you don't have the resources to do that right now. I think that's been the biggest problem. The NBA said they have that. They already been doing some of that stuff already. They don't. The NBA tried to get tests, and the governor of New York came back and said, "Hey, those are tests from people who are really sick and need it," and that's why they stopped it. What you say, said again? The NBA tried to get rapid tests, and the governor was like, "No, those are tests from people who really need it," and basically you know, put. You're talking, you you're talking about a month or two ago? We're talking about two months from now. You believe you me? They're going to have this stuff ready by then. Maybe they do. Then, I still don't see how they do it. I think they're going to try it. I think it's going to blow up in their face, and that's what it's going to be. I told you. I'm telling you now. I don't think – I don't know if we're going to have a rest of an NBA season. I don't know if we're going to have a baseball season. And I know, I pretty – I don't know if we're going to do college football or NFL on time. I don't know if we're going to do college football, period. I think the NFL is going to start. I think they're going to start hella late. College football is going to be all right. They're going to start hella late. Who gives a fuck about baseball? I mean. Baseball is probably the easiest sport to implement this stuff, actually. You really can. And then on top of that, hell, they got enough games to spread. Don't nobody want to say 162 of them motherfucking games any goddamn way. Yeah. So, Double R, you think that the baseball will come back? Do you think they'll play baseball this year? I'm thinking it's going to be around July. Lennis, what about you? You think July too? Hopefully, the COVID nineteen that ran off. Nah. It wasn't two minutes nah, on the two minutes of us on the podcast. Baseball come back, man. It's gonna be late in the year, man. It ain't gonna start right out of there. Baseball ain't gonna be the first one. What you think gonna be the first one to start? That's an interesting take. Actually, man, I think I think the basketball might come back. You know what I'm saying? That football, I don't know where they, they got to start working out. They got to do all that. So let's look at it this way. They're not going to have many count. The training count don't start until like the last week of July anyway. I don't think they're going to have training count in July. Yeah. Oh, if they have it in August, so what? I don't think they're going to have it in August. I disagree. Especially with this summer. That's what they're banking on. Listen, they set us up for the okie doke. The okie doke was, well, when it get hot, it's over with. That, that, ain't, that ain't what it is, but that's the okie doke. That's what they're setting us up. So to be an understanding of when you say some shit like, why the fuck are they have training camp? They're going to say, well, they told your ass in March that when it get hot, this shit will be over with anyway. So that's the okie doke they setting us up for. So, so if they don't start in July, it's going to be August. 
So what's go- what I think is this. Well, I agree with you on Calhoun's this. The NBA is the NFL is tone deaf enough that they don't give a fucking try. Completely agree with you on that. Completely agree with you on that. But I, my ultimate thing is they're gonna try. It's gonna blow up in their face, and it's gonna start. They're gonna put them behind the eight ball even further. That's all I'm saying, huh? Haters got to hate, baby. I'm just saying, that's the world we live in. Like, this this is the world we live in. Like, it's going to, everybody's in a rush to get back to making money when this is something that needs to hate. If everybody sit down, we can fix this quicker. That's the problem. Everybody sit down. Exactly. I'm going to agree with Linus, though. I think basketball going to be the one to start back up. Basketball chomping at the bit. They going to start back up. Oh, Adam Silva, though. Tinkering with ideas every day. You hear him on you hear him on ESPN every day with some like, "Hey, we working on, we trying this." You know who's stopping him? You know what's stopping them? The Oklahoma Department of Health, that New York Department of Health. That's what's stopping them. You think them people ain't trying to play? That man probably present to them public departments of health for a plan every other day. Yeah, they gonna get something going. They're gonna finish the basketball off. They're not gonna that, finish. They're gonna do them playoffs. If that China League would have got going a few weeks ago, every last week, oh, they would have. Oh, the NBA would have. NBA would have dropped it now. And you see what happened? They tried that China League and it didn't work. Yeah, they banned back out. Yeah. And that's my point. They're gonna try. I'm not saying they're not gonna try. What's gonna happen is it's gonna blow up in their face. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Exactly. That's what's gonna happen. Here's, here's the thing, there. We ain't no shrimp our chinks. When we get going, we gonna go, buddy. And that's the problem. America go hard now. They go all the way hard. I ain't gonna take nothing from them. But, you know. Yeah, yeah, sounds just like the cracker, man. That's how the cracker Military. <laughs> and that's how Calhoun sound. Ain't no disease gonna stop me and my football. We over here. It's an American way, nigga. What you mean? Country over here crippled, man. Damn country crippled. They're sick. You talking about the damn football from the start of week. No, it's not. <laughs> hey, stop right there. Linus. Strong survive, guys. Linus, did you hear what, what Dabo Sweeney and Mike Gundy and all that was saying? <laughs> hey, I want people in the building by May 1st. With, with Dabo, Mike Gun, was like, "Hey, we have the best country in the world. My people should be ready by May first. Told you, man. Nah. Oh, they 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 slammed him and Mike Gundy for saying that shit. They slammed them too for saying that. You know, Dabo get away. He don't want some national championship, but they been on Mike Gundy's ass. He said the same thing Dabo was saying, and they were saying they need to fire him. <laughs> They made them backpedal. They put out a statement. Well, I ain't mean it like that. Yo, that, that public opinion, Calhoun, that public opinion, these boys who got in trouble now. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't going on behind the floor, though. Somebody said, you know, 10,000 people don't die. Somebody else said, so crank that ball back up. And now we're going to crack it up. And you know what happened? The minute they tried it, somebody going to say something, they're going to be like, Whoa, 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 because the difference between the NFL and college is in college, every moment is a recruiting moment. The minute you get on the camera and look tone deaf is the minute some recruit don't come to you and you go up shit oh, creep. Now, 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 I'm telling you, college going to take a hit. College going to be fucked after this. You want to know what happened with sports and this corona shit? College is the problem. But the NFL is going to be all right. Corona is going to be fine. College is going to take a major hit. That Goddamn final that that March Madness not playing. That's big time and it's big for the city. We were supposed to get the goddamn final four one. Yeah, that was a couple million the city missed. A couple hundred million. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So some of this shit gonna really listen, man, that, that's why this is why it's gonna get going. Because it ain't just the team owners. It's not just the players. It's not just the players' families. It's the fucking cities. That these things are involved in. You don't think these governors and mayors are trying to get this shit going too? Like that shit was after. Hey, let's worry about the people. But after a while, hey man, the horse game bringing this, the Falcon game bringing this. It ain't just the game. It's also the tailgate. It's also the bars. It's also all this kind of stuff. This is linked to it. But so what's stopping what them? What's stopping them is the public health officials. You got up there, heard Brian Kemp say, "Hey, 
I'm only shutting this down. Donald Trump said by Easter, this better be open. You see what got Donald Trump saying, hey, we might need to rethink this. Public health. Like, of course, these people want to make money. But what, as long as these people keep getting in it, people keep dying. They can't just run off and do what they want to do. It's media. Media playing the... Uh, it's not even me. Media is playing the mind on the public. But it's, peop- it's people whose job it is to basically say, hey, these are the numbers. Now, I agree with Linus. They probably making the numbers look not as bad as they really are. To kind of keep the public quiet, but like these, so is, why did not tell us all the one to recover? Because for every one that dies, a thousand get it and recover or some shit. Uh, like the case that the motherfucker that's got it and don't have it no more or recover fully is astronomical. But they never, they never quote those numbers. Yeah, but again, this go back to if if, if people were coming, if it was astronomical recovery, people who want to make money would be making money, like. I think that I think that Linus is right. That they're hiding some of the numbers, and the people who know it know it. That's why we're not back to normal as a country. This is bigger than sports. Sports is just a small part of all this. Right, that Donald Trump was talking about a couple of weeks ago. He was talking about, I've been talking to all the sports owners and and everybody, and we're just trying to figure out how can we get everything back going. Just two weeks ago, he said when he first did that. When he first did that shelter in place, he said this will be fixed by Easter. He got on national TV and said that. Here we are today, Easter. Is it fixed? We'll be back out there by Easter. He said that. Everything running by Easter. <laughs> Here we are at Easter. Well, Is it fixed? That was ambitious about a great 4-5. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> about the Don, the Don, Don Trump himself. That was ambitious. But, I mean. He was trying to get the Go back locally, Brian Kemp, our Georgia governor. He basically said, "Hey, this is only a two week issue." Now what he did is extend it to May first, and what's going to happen? They're going to extend this again. May thirty. That's because he won't shut shit down. The state of Georgia is still functioning at a level that it should not be functioning. Y'all just mentioned everything is fucking open. You know what's not open? Sports. I'm saying shit, shit, open, shit open that people need. You got, you got, you got to leave the, you got to leave the store, grocery stores open. You got, leave yeah, but you don't have to leave. Thing. But the restaurants should not be open. I'm saying, you're not, you're not able to go in. It doesn't. The restaurants have anywhere, that, anywhere they have food and conserve food, got to stay open. Right. No, restaurants should not be. Open. If we want, if we're gonna be serious about this lockdown, grocery stores stay open and gas stations and hospitals. Everything else closes. Restaurants should not be open. Car dealerships and shit should not be open. I agree with you. But car dealerships, I agree with you on that. But I don't see how you can close restaurants when they serve food. That's how. You just mentioned it. You just mentioned it. It it should not be open. Only thing that should be open, you're not stopping people from getting food. The grocery store is open. But restaurants should be closed. Everybody ain't cooking, though. That's what you do. The people who ain't cooking, you got to leave. Well, you better go get you some goddamn hunger, man. But oh, if, you be, if you're serious about this real goddamn, stay your ass in the house. The belt line shouldn't be open. Restaurant shouldn't be open. Dealership shouldn't be open. That's, a, that's an assortment of shit. I agree, with the re- I agree with the dealerships and the belt line. I don't know how you can keep restaurants closed. I don't know how you can close restaurants. Well, because <laughs> And that's what they said. And so, like, that's. You better drive your place and walk around your goddamn yard. But I think that. But I think this goes to a bigger point. Before a goddamn sport opened up, they got to figure this part of it out first. And I think that what's happening nationwide is that, you know, of course, avid sports lovers are thinking about sports, but, like, there's so many other things that are take precedence before sports open back up, which is another reason why I personally think sports are going to be pushed back. I don't, because you see how, how negligent we are in all, our, in all our other dealings. And as negligent as we are, you ain't heard now, no president, no government, no anybody saying, hey, what's, what about them sports? Let's try to sneak a couple of sports in. <laughs> That's the point. They they sneaking them in. They sneaking in. Goddamn. Uh, what they playing on EAP? Uh, a game of horse. What <laughs> they playing horse? That's 
Exactly. Trey Young go for fifty. You gonna have to watch him play hard. <laughs> so let's do this. Let's. And he lost the chance to build up, so that didn't work. Let's wrap it up with this. Uh, Trey Young been the ball. He lost the goddamn. Uh, he lost the. Uh, what the name? Uh, the ball filling for Phoenix. Aiden, he went to the finals. But let's wrap it up with this. I'm gonna ask everybody what sports start first and what change do they see for sports in general coming out of this. I'll go first. Darren, I think that the first sport, sport that'll start up, I think is NFL. And some, I'm, I'm talking about like, not. I think it's the NFL. I think the NBA, you know, I think they're really smart in the NBA, really optimistic. But I think the NFL is going to book some of those rules and start first. And now what I do think is the long-term change from this is I don't think we'll see full stadiums anymore. What, are you talking about in life or just for now? Going forward. I think we I, I don't think we'll see full stadiums going forward. It's not to be a full stadium though. Huh? You think it makes sense not to be a, have a full stadium? I, I just think I think the people won't go to it as much as before. I think, of course like Super Bowls and special like, I'm not saying every game, but I'm just saying like eighty five percent of sports won't ninety percent of sports stadiums won't be full anymore. Let me get this straight. You're saying after this is done, even even next year or the year after and all that stuff after the scale, you're saying from this point on, stadiums will not be full anymore. Look, I think people will realize one sports watching is just as in it. And once we come back, I do think it'll be, hey, some form of, hey, we're playing without fans. I do think agree with you guys on that. And I think what people will realize is, hey, it's cheaper, just as enjoyable to watch it at home. And I don't have to put myself in the safety risk. I disagree, man. I think another two, three years when they blur over, they're going to be right back doing the same thing. They're going to come out with some, oh, we got a scanner to scan your forehead to see if you got anything. They're going to come out with something to make folks think it's safe to come back in. I just can't see playing in an arena half full. I think you're smoking dope. Ain't going extreme, honestly. This shit going to be right back to bed. The goddamn towers went down in 01. Motherfucker was in September. Motherfucker bored them playing in, in, in fucking October. And it got back to normal by pro- probably February or March, some shit. And now it's a thing of the past. We're going right back to business as usual. And it ain't going to be, yeah, y'all children, children. Now they're going back to. It's going to be next year. Motherfucker, motherfucker, buy us. Nah, he ain't take that. It ain't take them confidence a lot, you know what I'm saying, to bounce back like that. It took a minute. You know what I'm saying? Really, football, they really use football to, to, to get everybody patriotism, patriotism up. Like I said, when all that self to me, let me see what happened. You know what I'm saying? We have a tragedy every so often. We don't got down stop the thing we were doing. We, it, it, well, however long it take or when it take or depending on what it is, we're going to get back to normal. But no, niggas ain't going to flee the, the fucking arenas now because of this. No. Okay. I said my. I said what I think. What do you think, Calhoun? You better have an outbreak goddamn uniform on to make a nigga think this shit serious. If you see a doctor walking around with an outbreak uniform. What was the question again in this question? No, they have doctors walking around in outbreak uniforms now. What do you think they're doing in New York? What's the, what's the initial question? What's, what do you think come back first and are there any long-term changes in I sports? Basketball, no. Okay. I think uh, I think basketball will come back only by default because they're going to finish up the playoffs. As far as long-term changes, I mean, no, nah, not really. I think we're going to get back to business. Lennox? Nice. Well, I'm going to have to go with... Uh, I think I, I think I've said baseball, but or basketball. I don't want no boy. I go with baseball, man. Is it any long term changes coming in sports for you after this? Uh, no, no. Shit, you know it's just gonna be, you know, shit. A lot more cautious, shit. You know, yeah, shit. I'm still gonna try to go. I'm still trying to catch them all. That Florida State West Virginia game. That's why I need to blow on over, man. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to they let me grow up enough with a gas mask, so I'm going. <laughs> Double R. I think basketball probably gonna come back. They're gonna try to get the squeeze the ball out the finals and 
But I think it might be late. I think it's going to be late. Later in the year, August, September, though, for any sports start. Hey, let me ask you uh, this, though. What kind of shape you think these niggas going to be in after this? I don't think that was no shape. Yeah, the house chilling. Yeah, the house chilling, bro. You ain't doing no running. You ain't doing none of this shit. Bet they be in some fucking be gas. First, first guy down three minutes of a game, they going to be gas. They going to have to get permitted to get back in shape, though. They start some good ball, boy. The NBA was getting good and down from the college. NCAA, it was time for that to crank up, man, with the tournament at the bedtime, man. They damn sure did start some good ball. Yeah. Damn, so do y'all think the basketball? They're going to mess up the basketball draft, did. Yeah, the basketball yeah. shit is all fucked up. I think it's goddamn bitches are made in that goddamn March Madness, huh? They still talking about going on with that. They still talking about the same thing like the NFL draft. They gonna be the like the, that NFL draft might might start a new wave or something. You know what I'm saying? The way they gonna do that. So that might be the first change and far more change that we might see for real in the future. Yeah. Well, people are back on season. So but kids want to still walk and shake hands though. With the commissioner, that's a big deal to get at the draft and shake the goddamn hand of the commissioner with your name called. That's, that's huge. Right. And I took all that for them four, man. I don't took that for now. But basketball is a real big problem, though, because without March Madness, I mean, this season's still going. So football, the season's ended, who you're going to draft. The only problem with football probably is like two of Cause you can't get a doctor in there to see what's really going on with him. But the same thing with basketball. Anthony Edwards, who them he these people already know who gonna get drafted when March Madness make very little difference. It's more so March Madness don't matter for the pros. It matter more for the colleges than the pros. I mean, it, 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 March Madness be hit. It be good for like just say like a, like a player. That, it might be a player coming out for it. Like say D Wade. How D Wade came out. Still curious. Yeah, but they be few and far between. You get them one every few years. I'm saying, but shit, every year, every year, it might be a different player. Like, say, who just, Martin Madden, he might step up. You know what I'm saying? Carry the team a little further in the tournament. You know what I'm saying? You might get them 10 teams who you know solid, who always been down, but it always might be one player on that team that nobody just, you know what I'm saying? Nobody talked about. You be like, damn, man, who is that? That's not no shit. You know, yeah. First round draft pick, man. You know what I'm saying? You just never know, man. That's how you got DeAndre Hunter and Culver, the kid from uh, West Virginia. Those, those, uh, those magic in the playoffs. You always have a cat who got, and in the NBA, it's only like 60 people, 60 kids getting drafted. So if it's one or two kids that was on the fence or made their name because of that, I mean, that's big. Taco Fall. That's a lot of kids in football. <laughs> Who you say, Rashad? I said Taco Fall. He made his debut. That's how he got drafted. Thank you guys for listening. This has been DigitalDarren.com. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend.